Welcome everybody to the Prescriber Truth Podcast right here on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash prescribe truth. I'm Jamal Bandy. If you listen to this on your podcast apps, please remember to leave a rating and a review as this helps the show. I'm going live on Patreon right now for the first time. So you too can take part of the live taping of the show where you can see all my mess ups and everything else. <laughs> and um, just check out the website. I have the link below. You can see what everything we're offering for those who given. Um, just appreciate you. Just thank you. Um, so today, um, I would like to get into something real quick. I want to get some updates, and I want to jump right into a topic. Uh, oh, man, I'm so excited. It's been a long time. I've been waiting to get my logo redone um, to try to solidify the branding for what um, the Lord has given me to do with Prescribed Truth. And so um, I can't wait to reveal that to you guys. Um, man, can't wait. So um, it's beautiful, too, man. Uh, man. So that's that. Also, I know I've been promising that we are going to do a video for celebration of finally hitting 100 subscribers. I got that in the mix. We did filming yesterday. And so uh, I'm going to release some behind the scenes to my patrons. And so we, so you can see all our bloopers and stuff like that. Um, I didn't record as much as I would like to, but I'm going to have that um, and I'm going to release it uh, to my patrons first and then to the public. But um, yeah, so this is to thank you all for subscribing to this channel and just supporting this ministry um since day one thank you so much oh uh, yeah so today we're gonna talk about giving in the church uh, i felt like i want to do this topic and not really get that deep into it but i want to do this topic uh because this has been a big issue for me um in the past dealing with going through the cult and you know and then going through other ministries where the teaching on giving was just so horrible and so i want to talk about this what is being done or what is the, the false teaching concerning giving? And I'm going to get some scripture. And I'm going to get a scripture on what is the correct way we should be teaching people to give. And how we, as those who go to church, should be giving. And so that's what I want to talk about today. So bear with me. Um, this is not going off any notes. Just, just giving it to you from my heart. I'm giving some scripture. And hey, if you have a response to this, if you disagree or anything like that, you're welcome. You're welcome, welcome. To email me at prescribed.truth at gmail.com or you can call me at 801-980-6333. Feel free to call me, leave a voicemail, or if you catch me at a good time of the day, we can chop it up. I'll be looking forward to that. So, giving. What my biggest issue is when concerning certain churches is that they teach giving as if it's something to get something to the believer. So, I give in order to get. You got to give in order to get your blessings. Or the reason why you're not getting blessed is because you're not giving. So on and so forth. You got some financial problems, you're not giving enough. You got some problems on the job or problems at home. It may be tied to your giving. I I've heard this before. I mean, my marriage is in shambles. And somehow, it's tied to the fact that I didn't tithe this week. And, and, and that is some bad, faulty teaching. God is in control of everything. So, but no, it's not God in control. I'm in control. God's going to operate in my life based on how much I give or if I give it all. People, this is false teaching. Yeah, so let's get into the scripture. The scripture we're going to look at is in Corinthians. That's where we're going. So, this is not going to be a long podcast tonight. We're going to look at this, we're going to read it, we're going to discuss it, and go from there. All right, so go with me to your Bible, and we're going to look at. 2 Corinthians 9 and 7. 
we'll start here. 9-7. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart. Let's stop there for a second. Are you giving in this manner? When you go to church, as the service is going along, have you already decided in your heart what it is you're going to give that day? And if you've already decided what you're going to give that day, and if you decide to give more, what makes you change? What brought on that decision? Now, what I don't want you to hear me say is that it's wrong to give more to your local ministry. There's nothing can be further from the truth. It is good for you to give to your local church. I encourage that. The Lord has convicted me of needing to give more to my local church. You see, nothing wrong with that. You should give to your local body. I mean, the pastors are there, especially they're, they're, they're laboring faithfully over the word every week, counseling and everything else. And then everything else the church has to offer that they're doing. I mean, get the, like, keep the lights on. If they're, if they're paying rent to get that paid, it's everything else. I mean, there's nothing wrong with supporting the ministry in that way. Nothing wrong at all. But the motives must be in the right place. Or you're doing it in vain. Each one must give as he purposed in his heart or decided in his heart. So if you've already given $5 or if you are deciding in your heart to give $5, and I'm just throwing a number out there, why have you decided to give more? Okay? Like I said, nothing wrong with it. So do not walk away from this video saying that Jamal said I should give more to my local church. You're wrong. You need to stop it. That's not what I said. I said, why are you giving more? Let's look at what the scripture says about wrong reasons to give. It says, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I tell you what I've seen from people so many times is that they'll um, bring you under compulsion. That they'll urge you and urge you to give more than what you've already purposed in your heart to give. And then they'll tell you to put a smile on your face because God loves a cheerful giver. Not knowing that you've already, you've already disobeyed God in his word and smiling about it. But see, these are things that happen because of our ignorance and not knowing the scripture. That's just the truth. So, not reluctantly or under compulsion. Let's look at this. So it's dealing with two things here, two different motives. One is dealing with your heart. So when it comes to giving, and say if there's a need in the church and you're feeling reluctant, like it's like nobody's pressuring you, somebody's just asking, and you're like, mm, I don't give, but you're still giving. That's the thing. You're, you're still reaching out in your pocket, you're giving that $5 or the extra $10, whatever it may be, and in your heart you're saying, man, I really don't want to give this. Whatever reason is, but you're saying to yourself, I really don't want to give this. It's not because nobody's pressuring you. The pastor ain't saying to you, oh, you better give or you're going to be blessed. Like none of that's happening. But you are reluctant to give. Now, whatever your reason is, if you give, you've done that religiously. You didn't do that glorifying God. You did that to save face. That's true. If you give reluctantly, then you're doing it in vain. 
I mean, yes, the person you're giving to will be helped, and that'll be fine. But for you, when it comes to your relationship with the Lord and you're glorifying God, you'll be in error. You'll be in error at that point. So, so I would encourage you to check your heart when it comes to giving. Are you reluctant to give? I'm not, I'm not even talking about somebody asking anything more, but just in church, period. Just want to give. When they pass around an offering plate, are you giving and you're saying, man, I don't want to even give this dollar? Like, what is your heart towards? Now, one way you may give reluctantly may be because you may be giving some bill money. I mean, you got this $10 that's supposed to go towards your bill, and you're finna give it, and you're kind of reluctant. Well, you shouldn't give it. One, because you made a vow to pay your bill. So pay your bill. If, but if you give that $10, not only will you be making an unwise decision, you won't be glorifying God at that point. So it's best to keep it. No, I mean, that's just the thing. The whole point here is that you do it out of your heart. Do it out of the goodness of your heart. Willingly. Willingly. Not under threats or anything like that. So, now compulsion is dealing with outside. Being felt like you're being forced. Urged to give more. Or urged to give at that point. You know, so, so hey, the, the look of this is... All right, y'all. I know y'all are doing your best, but I need you to do a little bit more. See? Sound a little encouraging. Yeah, you know I'm doing my best, but you urge me to do a little more. That's compulsion. Hey, y'all, I, I see some of y'all getting out, getting out the dollars. George Washington, oh, he's in every church. Oh, he's always being given. He's, a, he's the most popular president because he's the main one being given. And so that's basically urging you. To give some other dollars other than your one dollar bill. Give some more dollars. That's compulsion. And then you have people going in their wallets or they going in their purse and they're giving more money under compulsion. Yes, the pastor's benefited. Yes, the church benefited. But the individual suffers. And a pastor should be watching out for the well being of the sheep, according to the scriptures. So Check your heart. Why are you giving more than what you decided in your heart to give? Think about that. Not being a compulsion. See, because God does love a cheerful giver. This then pushes back to the first point. Give as you've decided in your heart. Because if you do that, you will give cheerfully. You know you can afford it. It's what the Lord purpose in your heart to give. Boom. Good to go. Praise God. I was able to give to the ministry. See? How beautiful that is. Our God is not sustained by our giving. And he's not moved one way or another based on how we give. God is sovereign. He's sovereign. So this idea that you're blessed more if you give more is false. It's false. God blesses us in spite of us, not because of us. If you give sparingly, like the scriptures say, you'll reap sparingly. If you give bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. So now, it's according to what you purpose in your heart. And that reap is not always in money. Just like your sowing is not always in money. Go a couple of verses after, it talks about that as well. Now, real quick, I want to jump a couple of verses ahead, or before this, to verse 5. I want to show you something. What Paul said is very interesting concerning a gift that he was going to receive when he goes to visit this church. 
And so he says in verse 5, So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to go on ahead to you and arrange in advance for the gift you have promised. So notice, this is not Paul demanding anything of them that they hadn't already purposed. They promised to give him a particular gift. Whatever that gift was, whether it was money or uh, whatever, you know, they promised to give him a gift. And he said, hey, well, go ahead and arrange it ahead. Because basically Paul didn't want to come and say, hey, you have that gift you promised me? You see that? You don't want, that's not how it should be. He said, so that it may be ready as a willing gift. A willing gift, not as an exaction. That word exaction, another word for extortion. Basically, demand to be given something by force. So you give me or this is going to happen to you. You see? So same thing. Give to the church or this is going to happen. You don't give to your leaders, this is going to happen. You see? That's threatening. That's by exaction. Paul says that's not how he wants that to be. Even though they promised to give. The people have already said they're going to give Paul this gift. In order to stay, it won't be said that he came by force about what they said they'd give. He said, have it prepared. So it'll be ready as a willing gift and not as an exaction. Praise God for Paul's example. So, this is how we should give in the church. Free will giving. Not by compulsion. Not reluctantly. But cheerfully. And willingly. Praise God. So I hope this helps you. If there's anybody that you know who teaches this way. Please warn them. Um, if you'd like to contact me. Have any questions about this. Want to talk more about this. Feel free to contact me. Feel free to. Feel free. I would love to hear from you. Uh, drop your comments below. Let me know what you think. Uh, let me know if this is helpful. Share this around. People need to know. I've seen so many people under bondage. Because they feel like they're not giving enough. Therefore, their life is in shambles. And so they think the solution is, well, I need to tithe more in church. Come on, man. That's because somebody's taught them wrong concerning giving. And that lets me know they've taught them wrong concerning the gospel. So now, it's because the gospel is true. That we're all broken. And we're sinners. And we're in need of God's grace. We're in need of his mercy. And we can't gain his grace nor gain his mercy by giving money. We can't gain forgiveness. We can't gain healing or any of that by giving money. All things is with trusting him. So how do we gain salvation? It's through Christ, not in anything we do. Healing. God never promised us great health and great wealth. Never promised that to us. We're called to trust him in all things. Trust him today. If this is you, if you've been in a church like this, please repent and trust him. This right here is sin. If you give reluctantly or give under compulsion, you're going against the scriptures. And he who knows to do good and doesn't do it is counted as sin against him. The good thing to do is to give According to the purpose of your heart. So if you decide to give $10 that day. Praise God for that $10. And give it. Glorify God in being able to give. If you decide in your heart to give $50 that, that week. Praise God. 
glorify God in your giving of that $50. But if you decided to give that $10 and you felt compulsed to give $25, you're in sin if you give it. Don't do it. So this is you. Repent. Repent and trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. If you've taught this, repent. Trust in the Lord. I know a lot of ministries teach this way because it takes money to sustain the ministry. I know this is why they do it. People, trust the Lord. If you're truly in Him, and, the, and if the church is meant to be there, God will sustain it. And it won't be by you lying about scripture. No. Trust him. Trust him. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, it definitely has helped me over the years. Uh, I made it a point. Do my best to give according to the purpose of my heart. Give willingly. Um, that, and I've been convicted in times where I know I could have given and I didn't. Like Those are convictions. Because it's good to give to the local body. You should give to your local church. You should. Support the ministry. Yo, but, but, if you're doing it reluctantly, you're doing it in vain. And if you do it under compulsion, you're doing it in vain. That's the truth. That's what the scripture teaches us. Thank you for joining me on the Prescribing Truth Podcast. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Check out the more videos to the side. And remember, in a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings.